Hashtag is Fresh Breakfast if you want to get in touch on social media. If you want to follow us, follow Fresh Breakfast underscore. My name is Fresh. Rilebukhile is in the building, as is Angie. Uh, she woke up five minutes ago and took her jet here. Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. One of those farmers that can actually afford a helicopter. Well, of course, because, you know, we've got the land, so we're wealthy. Your transport's a little loud, though. Just take it easy. <laughs> my, my dad is a farmer. Yes. And uh, we used to buy a lot of cattle in the northwest. Yes. And I remember I was about eight years old. This one farmer we were buying uh, Brahmin bulls from mm-hmm. had a little chopper. Yes. Mm-hmm. He had a little helicopter guy. This is like 1980. Mm-hmm. This guy had a little chopper. Absolutely. That he flies himself, you know, to go to the end. Is of it those two-seater ones? You think I was able to get close? I just saw that there's a chopper there. <laughs> but it's parked. It's yes, at home. Yes, it's at home. It's, it's not like someone own, is visiting. It's got a clear port at home. Go to Waterkloof in Pretoria on the mountain. I'm there a are a lot of oh. helipads <laughs> there. Hmm. You're helipads. Date, you're, date, you're date expensive, sure. <laughs> anyway, what's on your mind as you wake up on this Monday morning? We would love to hear from you. But first, uh, most importantly, who are you and where are you listening from? Time for your roll call. Good morning, guys. This is Fanny listening from Rockville in Soweto. Uh, good morning. Uh, shout out for my birthday. Nope, not yet. Uh, right now we are roll calling. Lebohang Mo listening all the way from Tabanchu. Norman is out. Kohibron. Clarina North is where you'll find Katleho. Figile is listening from uh, Tulam Twana. Where's Tulam Twana? Mm. It sounds like I'm either Mpumalanga sure. or KZN somewhere. Such a dope name. Khunti mm. is out in Natridgeville. Pinky is in Soshanguve. Uh, I'm listening from Midlands. This is Bonisile Shandu. Uh, listening from Ka, from Le Sitsi Khampatele is Kahisho. Uh, thank you for your uh, WhatsApp, Kahisho. Uh, Jackie from Germiston uh, to work in Santon right now. Uh, please be safe uh, on the road. Pashi is in uh, Togoza, listening from Emalacheni hmm? Ochis. Uh, this is uh, Peter Skumba. Nare Komapi, listening from Ha Komapi. Who are you? Where are you listening from? It's the Fresh Breakfast Show right here on Metro FM, where you're at Fresh, Rilebukhile and Angie. And we're talking fresh things first this morning. So we are two sleeps away from making the big eggs, not mm-hmm. the naughty eggs. The ex that's going to determine our futures in this country. And this past weekend, all political parties were holding their final rallies. Now, there are a couple of things that stood out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what stood out to you. Give us a call 89 or send us a WhatsApp 081-577-3333. Let's take a look at some of uh, the big comments that made headlines. ANC President Sol Ramaphosa promised that those responsible for state capture and corruption will be held accountable and to fight corruption across the country after the elections. Mm-hmm. EFF leader Julius Malema says that women should be allowed to lead South Africa. So he promised 50% more women, especially with ownership of land. And he said that women make better leaders than men yep. and called for women to run as heads and executives of government departments. Definitely want to hear with you on that one if you think women make better leaders than men. Then in the last push for Western Cape vote, dear leader Musi, also known as Muti Maimani, urged voters not to vote the ANC and EFF if corruption was to be kept out of the province and also keep it as the best run province in South Africa. Then we have COPE 
yes, they still exist. They have asked for a chance. And uh, Cope's Dennis Bloom says that they are incorruptible and will not allow the country to go down the drain. And it also promised a clean government. So a whole lot of com- uh, comments coming through. I know Claudio was speaking as well for his party. Mm. What has stood out to you? I, I don't know for you, Fresh. Is there something that you heard that you're like, hmm? I agree with Cope. When you have one man in parliament, the likelihood of being corrupted <laughs> is far less than all the other parties. So te- technically is correct. Very true. So if we have two seats in parliament. Yes. Now it's corruptible. No, not even. Mm. We're still less likely to be corruptible mm. than if we have 100 seats. So I think COPE were actually the most accurate this past weekend. Mm. Do, do, do we as South Africans actually understand how the seating works? The average person probably doesn't. I don't no. think we do, yeah. And I think it's important that we get that because people often ask the question, why do these smaller parties still continue? Why do they bother? Yes, why do you bother? But actually, they do get representation as a minority. Mm-hmm. And minorities, even if they get just one seat, And it's important they have to say. have that one single seat that is not belonging to one of the big three. Because you mm. could be that swing vote yeah. yes. when uh, decisions have to be made in parliament. Mm. So every voice counts, every little nyana seat actually goes a long way. Which yeah. includes every single one of your votes. So we do hope that you are going to get out of bed to go and vote. We know that uh, it's been said as young people were apathetic. Mm. But we have a bit of a surprise for you guys. Now we see Fresh every morning. Would you like to see him on Wednesday morning? Fresh, what do you have in store? So this is what we're going to do. Um, as part of our saying, we um, appreciate the fact that there are young people out there who realize that it's important to go and vote. Mm. If there's an 18, 19, or 20-year-old in your family that is voting for the first time on Wednesday, I'd like to surprise wake up call them. So we will come to your house, I will come to your house, and uh, we'll wake you up or wake up that uh, 18, 19, 20-year-old. And uh, yeah, we can even do a little chat on the radio. And uh, we'll probably do about four wake-up calls. Nice. But you have to wake them up the proper way, or rip the blankets off. We'll see. But it, <laughs> but it has to be a surprise. So if there's an 18, 19, or 20-year-old in your family voting for the first time on Wednesday, I'd like to wake them up personally. You can call us right now and book your spot. Sorry, Kuvesh, uh, you're about to answer a million calls. 089-110-3377. What is on your mind as you wake up this morning? This is Fresh Breakfast on Metro FM. Trey Songs, Quith Brown. Time for the Fresh Breakfast Survey. 11% of brides have this in common on their wedding day. What is it? 11% of brides have this in common on their wedding days. What is it? Virginity. The virgins. 11%. They have their hymen. That's what they have in common. They all have their hymens intact. Do you think up to 11%? 11%. I, I would hope wh- wh- more. Which year are we predicting for here? <laughs> I know. Is this 2019 or hey? 2018 like, uh, or, or 1500s? I would, I would go with they have their hymens intact. I'd say they're in a panic about whether the groom will show up or not. <laughs> I think there's more than that. More than 11%. More than 11%. Because they know he, he doesn't want to be there. You yeah. know what I sense? <laughs> I sense that a lot of men walk down the aisle almost under duress. Yes. That, that you made a pregnant, marry her. Exactly. Or, Kana, what are we now? Yes. What do you mean, what are we now? Yes. Or like, does it matter what we are? Yes, it actually does. So a lot of guys, I believe, uh-huh. walk down the aisle under duress. Mm. They don't really yes. want to no, be No, I agree there. with you. I really do. <laughs> I think most men, given the choice, they wouldn't actually like walk down the aisle. Kick it, shack up. kick it. Yeah, yeah. forever.
have children, you have your own house, I've got my own house, you know. Okay, I'll and text you, took you when it I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> like Manga Speaker, it took 20 years to marry his girlfriend. We have on. Even though people think alone. he rushed. <laughs> <laughs> What's the rush? 20 years was a bit quick. Calm down there. Guys, slow down. Oh, yeah? <laughs> 11% of brides have this in common on their wedding days. What do you think it is? It is time for Marawai. Here is Rilebukhile. What you got? I just love that Marawai. So Marawai. My, my Marawai for this morning, you actually alluded to it a little bit when you were saying, you know, just shack up and have fun and all those things. My Marawai is, Marawai, do women not get ex-girlfriend allowances? What do you mean? Why, why can't I get uh, ex-boyfriend allowance? What did you or, do? Or, or, or so, ex-boyfriend okay, let me, let me, I don't let me, let me. Well, this is what some of the men were saying. Yeah. Well, they were saying that I will support ex-girlfriend allowance if it comes with the ex-boyfriend rounds. Mm. That's my point, though. But that they, Like, okay, rounds aside, though. <laughs> Cuckoo is not a commodity. <laughs> We're both in a relationship. Mm. We're both benefiting from mm. it. So then let me ask this question. Are you saying there are no circumstances that an ex girlfriend or boyfriend should be entitled to any kind of allowance? Of course not. If we can prove that despite not being married, mm-hmm. your ability to go make millions was because I was a homemaker yes. and yes. I, I facilitated oh. in yes. that. Then oh, hell yes. Okay. Uh, and and maybe 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 we need to say what are the conditions under which an ex should be entitled to an allowance. Let's say you were dating for more than five years. Mm. You sacrificed because some people bring in the conversation of child support. Yes. It's not the same thing. No, no. it's not. You you could have been pregnant three or four times and miscarried mm-hmm. and were at home because it was a risky pregnancy. True. Mm. And then when you move on and, and I sacrifice certain things. So I think there are circumstances where ex-girlfriend allowances. Mm. Or boyfriend. Mm. Oh, girlfriends, mostly. No. <laughs> you see. I know. I, I'm with you fresh. I think yeah. you guys need to pick a struggle here. <laughs> that are we all working towards an equal society? Are we well, going to con- continue treating women like children who don't have agency and are owed something? Like I said, if we're both in a relationship and we're both working, there should be no allowance. But if one of us stayed home yes. and that enabled you to go make millions, then hell yeah, it's all fair. I agree. So so then how are couples, and I do agree with you, it should be a man We're not all thing. supposed to agree. If we all agree, one of us must leave. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> I don't agree, but it must be for women. What are the circumstances? That's my, my question then. What are the circumstances under which an ex should be entitled to an allowance? And then mm. what does that mean for your new relationship? Or now disclose. This girlfriend doesn't know Hori is still sending five thousand yeah, a month. Because to the ex. I think you should disclose. <gasps> Marawai. Dear exes of mine, <laughs> I've got five kids. Leave me alone. <laughs> fresh breakfast on Metro FM. What is on your mind, fresh things first? All right, so we've got a WhatsApp that's come through and it says, Morning team, quick question. Is it right that a company makes you work on election day? I feel that some companies still treat people like slaves mm. and they don't allow them to voice up and with written warning threats for those that won't avail themselves on the day. Now, we recall that the You're president lying. actually made an announcement about legal. this. It is. I mean, obviously, if you're a part of essential services, there'll be shift work that's required. Yes. The same way we're going to be working on Wednesday, but it's not like we're being held hostage the whole day exactly. and we can't go to 
the IEC to vote. So do let us know if you're experiencing that uh, as well, where they're saying you can't leave to go vote. And then maybe later on we'll share before the end of the show the actual operating hours of the IEC on voting day so that you can plan if you're part of those services that do need to be on some kind of shift. What if as a boss I say, you work 8 to 5 mm-hmm. or 8 to 4, mm. vote after 5. Come to work and vote after five. What's the Since problem? Since the IEC has said it's open until but we keep, seven o'clock. They, they open until seven, yeah. but they'll stay open until the last person votes. Yes. So why can't you vote after work? Because what if I don't have the transport allowance? What if I need an hour to myself to just think, now you want me at work not thinking about who I'm giving my eggs to? You know who you're voting for, or if you don't, you're going to probably decide in the box anyway. Why is it my problem as your employer? So it's 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. So why can't you vote after work? I, are you driving me there? No, I'm speaking on behalf of, uh, like, if I was your employer, what, mm, what do yeah. you say to me? When you say to me, I'd like to go vote, and I say to you, vote after work. M- maybe it's not about you need the whole day off to go and vote. It's about let's compromise with a couple of hours. Vote after your shift? I don't understand. Why must now everyone suffer? Because right now you can't manage your time. How? But it's not a matter of managing How? your time. It's a matter of if everybody's going to be let off at 4 p.m., that means everybody else that can't vote during the day will be there, which mm. means I won't get a chance to. You'll get a chance. You'll be in the queue. They'll, no one is left. No one is, they don't close the door behind anyone. They'll open until the last person casts the vote. So why has election day been deemed a so-called public holiday? What is the reason and justification? So there can be a bash on Tuesday night. <laughs> I mean, it's to accommodate people that you can't so go deep. and vote. Oh, what are bash when? When must DJs wait? <laughs> oh. Yeah, your voice knows. What's on your mind? Uh, what's on my mind right now is how some of our thespians are not getting the recognition that they deserve. We're talking legends now. There's this guy whom I think we all grew up knowing. Khozongkhat. I'm Zulu, but I used to love Abomopeme. And this guy has been such an epic person and a legendary actor and I don't recall him getting a Lifetime Achievement Award or Justin Jay being celebrated as an artist who has done this work so well from acting. Now, apparently he's on radio. I appreciate this guy so much and I hope he gets the honor he deserves while he's still alive. This is Pindile Shumi Kanyile, all the way from Savannah City. What's on my mind this morning? I would like to respond to Kirebukhile's Marawai. She is an ex for a reason. Whatever she has to benefit was to be benefited when she was with me. The fact that she's no longer with me, it means that nothing in my life belongs to her. Unless we have a child together, then I can support that child. I supported the child, not the mother. She's an ex for a reason. What's on my mind this morning? I was actually watching a movie last night. You know the part where the couple in a movie, they wake up early in the morning and then they start kissing each other like nobody's business. And I'm like, eh, eh, this is really not applicable in everyday life. Because the only thing you should be kissing that early in the morning is your toothbrush. Because really, if you were to speak or if you are to speak, you would swear the Kalesi has said the magic word, Tricaris. What's on my mind this morning is that there are 49 parties 
that will be at the ballot paper like 49 like you that's a queue right there but i'll be voting for party number 50 which is fresh reloaded what's on my mind today it is the last rallies that were held by the political parties as a first time voter <laughs> i think this time is gonna be difficult to make a concrete decision knowing that all the things they said in the manifestos will they be practical in our south african economy i think for me that's the most important tool when deciding which party to vote thank you for all of your messages guys do you snog with morning breath i've been known to no, when we wake up, why can't we kiss? Mm. I don't understand. Why must someone now People are must wake up, go and, 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 and brush teeth and then like it's a, like, the mood is gone. No. During courtship, maybe. But once we're a couple. A- and you've been a couple. You love me warts, bad breath and farts all. Farts and everything. Exactly. Why did farts have to be brought into the, this the, mix? There's people that can't fart in front of their partners. And statistically, it's only when you are free with your bodily functions that you're really free in a relationship. Until then, you're not free. Amen. I've got a friend who's been in a relationship now married for 14 years. He's never gone to do a number two with her in the house. What? In the house, not even in the room. Or if they're upstairs, he will go downstairs. Okay, I've heard of women... 15 years in a relationship. Whose husbands have never seen them without a wig they told me how um, even during giving birth, their wigs were on tight. Wow. During sex, you're trying to hold, hold your on. Wig. Like that's part of the fun. The extreme sport is keeping your wig on during sex. Um, dear brother man, <laughs> when you are done and her wig is still on. You didn't do a good job. Like, come again. <laughs> Earlier on, uh, we played a voice note talking about Ntate Khotso Nkato. Uh, and the fact that uh, he should be honored more. Uh, Paul Boza has uh, sent a tweet. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Fresh Breakfast. Here's Ntate Khoto Nkato getting a Lifetime Achievement Award uh, at the SAFTAs this past March. Oh. Uh, so it's not that he has been forgotten. He is getting uh, some sort of recognition. But can you also get gigs? You know, people have this impression that because you're gigging on TV or you were once on TV, you're paid. Mm-hmm. TV pays poo, people. Especially back in the day. One of the reasons you'll rarely see me on TV, I turned on TV shows because it's not time. worth the time spent. Mm, yeah. TV pays The hurry poo. up and wait. Exactly. And anyway, as a TV producer, you're one of the culprits. <laughs> Why do you guys pay poo? Yeah. Oh my God.